Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is actually almost legitimately Friday, January yeah. 10th, 2020, as we sit here and record this, Matt. Um, but it is Friday the 10th as you listen to it. Listeners, this is Locked on Spartans. My name is Will Hunter. That's Matt Sheehan. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. Uh, was that was that weird? Just that game? <laughs> Was yes, that, was, that just felt weird to me. I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? It just was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know how to describe this thing. But hey, the one way to describe it is a 16-point win. So kudos to a team for finally keeping a game within 17 points against <laughs> Michigan State. So It was certainly uh, sluggish. Mm-hmm. Lots of not excellent basketball. Mm-hmm. I was ready to make the 9 p.m. tip uh, my excuse by mm-hmm. 10 minutes left in the first half. I was like, yeah, I'm going to lean into that one pretty hard if uh, we squander this game uh, right now. And uh, who knows if I'll be joking if I do it. I might be serious. I don't know. We'll see. But luckily, don't have to worry about it. So Yeah, in Minnesota, Central Time Zone, their body clocks are 8 o'clock. They're fine. Prime time to fair. them. Yeah, yeah, no, bedtime for us, prime time for them. That's completely out of line in the Big Ten. But oh, well, okay. Yeah, these these nine o'clock tip times are just absolutely outrageous. I've had enough of them. We've had this is the first one all year. I'm sure there's a handful more. I'm done. We're <laughs> not in college tired. anymore, Will. And it, I know. It's, it's every, every every nine o'clock tip. I'm reminded of it. You know. Yeah, I'm yawning. I'm like fighting off yawns <laughs> right now. Um, ah, shoot. <laughs> thanks so much for. Tuning in to today's episode, reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Matt, we are going to talk about that win over oh. Minnesota. All right, cool. A little bit more in depth than, what was that? <laughs> which, what do I say about this game? Which seems to be your prevailing take uh, as yeah. we you know, enter the third minute of the show. Oh, what and was that? Uh, Oturu is a grown man. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's also it. And uh, Tillman, yeah. I'm starting to get worried about Tillman. I think he's playing a little too good, playing himself into the draft here. That's uh, Those are my three takeaways is, huh? Oturu is good. And, oh boy, Tillman, saucy. Those are my three takeaways so far. Is that end of the episode? Can we hang up and go to bed or, or no? That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Spartans. Good night. No, we're gonna we'll talk about the game. Talk okay. about um, Tillman for sure. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Oturu, I'm sure, and uh, definitely need to talk about the Marcus Bingham experience <laughs> because <laughs> I love it, and I know I'm in the I, I love it too. I love it too. As long as we keep <laughs> winning these games by 16 points, I love it. Yeah, Dude, God, he's such. We'll, we'll we'll get into it later. We'll get yeah. into it later. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about Purdue as well because. This is our last show of the week, and Michigan State is going to West Lafayette. I can already feel the pain in my chest settling <laughs> in. I hate everything about this. Um, but, hey, they played, like, what, their eighth double overtime game this year uh, yeah. as well. So yep. maybe maybe for some reason uh, this set of college athletes won't have great conditioning and then be tired for the game on Sunday. Who knows? So Yeah, and you might be catching them. At a pretty good time, we'll talk about why. So right. that's the plan for today's show. Let's jump right into it. Yes, let's jump right into it as we approach the four-minute mark of this <laughs> intro. That's my fault, though, so I apologize. <laughs> if you didn't know mm-hmm. 
How many points do you think Cassius Winston scored? I was literally like thinking about that as I'm sitting on my couch. Like he scored at the end. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Well, he's probably around 14, 20, 20 points. And then like he kept off seven more on top of that. Like in the last two minutes, it was like, oh my Cassius is just a casual, casual gentleman of a player out there. Like even when he kills you, he does it so quietly and nicely. Like what, what a guy, just what a guy. Yeah, starts off one of six. Really, um, not to like blame him because he's a college basketball player. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have off nights. Sometimes yeah. they take time to get going. And it just so happened like he had a slow start. And not coincidentally, mm-hmm. Michigan State was kind of struggling to, to get it going offensively. Thank God for Xavier Tillman. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He had all the points in the beginning of the game. He sure um, did. Yeah. But yeah, Cassius. Had nine points by halftime, woke up a little bit late in the half, mm-hmm. and then poured in a cool 18 points uh, in the second half. Just uh, pretty effortless. Seven play. for 13 after his one for six start. That's, yeah. that's not bad. Eight, eight for 19 on the day, but... Yeah. And I'm going to forgive him for the start. I mean, I'll excuse him for you know coming out sluggish against the Minnesota team after you just completely clowned a team for 32 points and that team... That you did it against just happens to be your rival. So, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive him for uh, a little bit of a slow start there. Yeah. That um, God, that step back was saucy. Oh, I almost fell right off the couch. I, I was settled in. I was nice and snuggly, but that, that almost <laughs> just lifted me straight off the, the couch. So, yeah. Um, nice to see him, certainly. Just sort of not that you ever have any sort of doubts or anything like that, but mm-hmm. overcome the slow start and show you like, hey, Oh, Minnesota, you're within seven. There's ten minutes left. That's cute. <laughs> Thanks for coming to East Lansing. You that's, guys gave it your best. <laughs> yeah, that's adorable. You think you might actually win? And then just like... Like a pow! It, honestly. Bang! I, <laughs> it's not even that. It's like... It's not like... It's just like... I look at the score. Mm-hmm. It's... I don't know. 62 to 56 or something yeah. 56 to 50 it's a close game yeah and then i like rub my eyes mm-hmm. and by the time i stop rubbing my eyes M- michigan state's up 11 and yes. it's just like wait a second yeah this was just a two possession game and now it's double what happened and it's cassius like that's it is. that's what happens <laughs> it just is. casually cooks you and you look up, you're like, holy shit, he has 27 points, and we just got roasted by 16. I know, I know. And I also had an epitome, too, during this game. Like, obviously, we are very... Wait, wait, you had a what? Uh, oh, I said epitome, didn't I? Epiphany. <laughs> Epiphany. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta cut me some slack here, man. I, I, I played two hours of pickup basketball for this game. I'm, I'm working on fumes right now. Also, two hours of pickup basketball? One point. So, hey... That's uh, that's the old uh, Matt stat line tonight. Anyway, uh, I had a epiphany. That's with a hard <laughs> F, not a PH. A hard F, epiphany. Yeah. Um, the F is for epiphany. It absolutely is. Um, <laughs> obviously, we're blessed and pampered as a fan base to be rooting for this team night in and night out. But I, I, I felt like an a hole because I was like, I've caught myself where I'm just unsettled whenever this team is not up by at least like eight points in a basketball game. <laughs> like that, 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 that's yeah. the point where it's come to. Like this team is so good. I just get a little peeved when it's a, a two possession game, five point game, for example. I'm like, come guys, come on. You got, what are we doing here? And that, that's when I really just caught myself. I was like, 
would you just take a, a damn break for once in your life and just enjoy what you're watching? So, <laughs> yeah, just uh, I got a hand up. I don't know if there's any listeners that can relate. I'm hoping there's at least uh, three that can relate. I don't know. I feel like that's a good number. Uh, yeah. So I just had to out myself. I just I feel bad. Sure. And I feel like the best therapy is just to call myself out and raise my hand in front of the world and say, my Hi, everyone, I am a fan that just can simply just not be pleased, like, even during a great season. Yep. It's like you, you hack down on somebody in the post, raked across both their forearms, mm-hmm. whistle goes, yep. hand goes up, you point mm-hmm. at yourself. That's yep. me. That was I, me. I put two thumbs on the jersey. <laughs> I, I pop my number out for the scorer's yep. table to check. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, yep. I, and, and I tell them, do you know what? I'm going to do it again uh, next possession. So keep doing this. Like, I'm going to do this next game. <laughs> um, I don't think Michigan State played particularly well tonight. Outside of Overall. Tillman and Winston, no, it was like a pedestrian game. I mean, Even, it, yeah. I mean, Tillman was Tillman was outstanding. Um, For sure, yeah. And we, we talked about catches, you know, not even like a... Of course. <laughs> it ends up being a nice stat line, but mm-hmm. for him, you know, a little bit less efficient than you'd like. Um you know the slow start. It was he was it was like a B plus game from Cassius, right? So you get an sure. A from Tillman, a B plus by Cassius's crazy standards. Of course, and then everyone else is kind of hovering around a C range, and mm-hmm. then you still beat a good Big Ten team by sixteen points. Yes, you're like Speaking- oh, <laughs> we can do that. We can play yeah. a B ish, B minus, C plus game and still house the team. It's just so great. It's just I, 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 as I'm going on the box score right now, I just gotta. Do you think Thomas Kithier gets back to the locker room after like a game like this? Looks at the Big Ten schedule and starts to figure out when the hell do we finally play a team that doesn't have a behemoth <laughs> six foot ten, six foot eleven, seven foot guy next to the Big Ten? Because like, I feel so bad for him, and like obviously it has to happen where he has to go in there and like try to play defense against a guy like Coburn, a Turu. Tusky, and he just looks he looks it, 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 it looks like it's foster lawyer marketing yeah. guy sometimes it's like i feel so bad for him but like what can you do he's trying his best out there and sometimes you know it does work out but man i just kith here needs a break here man i don't i don't even know if purdue's gonna give it to him Is, isn't no. Arn still there i mean travion, travion williams oh my god i forgot he's there oh yeah. no travion williams is the 18th best offensive rebounder in the country oh great that's just what i wanted to hear that's fantastic but man god bless kith you're trying your hardest and bingham obviously can hold his own in spurts you got to play him like a hockey player where he's only out there for like 90 seconds at a time um yes. it's 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 it's, it's, it's it, he is literally the adrian Payne prototype <laughs> it's uh, the condition is just not all yeah, there <laughs> just waiting for that junior leap too and it's like oh, if it sure, happens yeah. like yep that was adrian Payne. <laughs> julius um, marble i thought had a fine game i mean hold on really, hold on hold on okay, sorry, we're gonna sorry, pause sorry. we're gonna okay. pause we'll come back and talk more about this game we're running against the break so ah, we'll do shoot. more matt's gonna pick up on his julius marble point here in just a minute okay matt julius marble I mean, obviously, his role is just get in there and just make things funny. You know, yeah, like, you, sir, you have, like, I'm, I'd be shocked if they didn't have a whiteboard on the sideline that had just, like, five tally marks. <laughs> and it's like, Julius, when this game ends, this whiteboard, and they take away a tally mark every time he commits yes, a foul. Yes, yes. I'll be shocked if they don't say before he gets out there, Julius, if you get in this locker room after this game and this isn't a clean <laughs> whiteboard, 
you are running sprints until <laughs> you are hacking up your your breakfast tomorrow morning because dang it he is just in there for five hard fouls to give only yeah. gave three tonight but hey I, well he gave three he knows like when to make him minutes. count though yeah he know he knows when to make him count too like he was very disruptive with those are very selective whether he wanted to be selective or not i don't know if it was on purpose or a mistake but hey man he's doing it so i i, I love him for that yeah um you mentioned something earlier and i want to just touch on it real quick sure except that Xavier Tillman will not be on this basketball team next year. Can Just I accept like it right not, now. Though? Can I not? I would really like to not. No, you can't. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm having a hard enough time doing this with Cassius. I, I got to do this with one other beloved player. I mean, 19 points, 16 rebounds, seven of them on the offensive end, four assists, three steals, five blocks. All right. Whatever. <laughs> he is, and that's, you know, one game off of 2011, six blocks, three steals. One game off of 19, seven, six, four blocks. He's got 15 blocks his last three games. Uh, he's an, and the, a, a oh my complete God. monster out there. <laughs> the two before that, three, three, four, six, and five. That's his block shots. Yeah. Like, yeah. He is. He, he, I don't know. Some of this stuff is sort of like uh, narrative-y, political, like some campaigning. Like how many times does so-and-so – how many times did Dan Dockich say this person should be this, right? right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Xavier Tillman is going to have a real case for the Big Ten's Defensive Player of the Year. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, he, yeah. And, and not yeah, – I don't. he can't keep up these blocks, but like even when it tapers off – you're going to be hard pressed to find someone in the conference better than him on that side of the floor. Uh, completely. And like the way he just reads passes, I mean, it's almost like he's two passes uh, ahead yeah. of what the offense is doing. He's and so and he, he's got the quick hands to go along with it too. Like mm-hmm. yep. it's, it's nuts. Like there are some plays I felt like Patino wrote him up for Tillman to get the ball in, in the paint, <laughs> by the way, he was stealing the ball effortlessly, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's incredible. And I, yeah, it might be too incredible going to leave next year but honestly whatever that's fine i mean it, it, in reality good for him yeah it's time to to accept it and, and and get used to the idea so it doesn't come as a shock when it mm-hmm. happens yeah uh let's do your wonderful we need to have a dialogue. topic that yeah. is not actually a, a debate but we'll talk about it yeah it, well uh, hold on it, it, it was at one point a debate until a 90-second stretch in the game, which we yes. we will be getting to. Um, let's let's just stress this up with, with this question right here. Are you aware of North Korean basketball rules? Sort of, but no. Enlighten me. Slam dunks are worth three points. Okay. Field goals in the final three minutes uh, are worth up to eight points. I, I remember hearing something about that, yeah. Three-pointers are worth four points if the ball does not touch the rim. Okay. And that will, familiar. if you miss a free throw, that's one point deducted from your score. Wow. So, I love those rules. So those are incredible It's rules. too bad they're just really bad at everything else. <laughs> Once you brush through all that, um, very, <laughs> very entertaining basketball rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those are the North Korean basketball rules. Uh, speaking of like institutions that have different rules... Other than no travels ever being called, what rules do you think Spire Academy uh, plays with? Do you think they have any alternative rules beyond 
uh, travels never, ever, ever getting called because, well, the only sample size I'm going off of is Rocket Watts, so help me God, so help me God, trying to chase the Big Ten record for most travels committed in a season with the same move every single time, too. He, we talked about him last time, I mean, last game, when he caught fire against Michigan. You're going to have games like that where it's just fun. Mm-hmm. You're going to have games like this where it's like, I'm trying to find, like, clean words to use. Just, dude, settle the hell down, please. Please. And maybe, I love the confidence, maybe don't sometimes, though, like, with your jump shots. Maybe work the ball around sometimes. I don't know, man. So, here lies the debate. Who's a wilder ride of a player to watch? Is it Rocket? Or is it Marcus Bingham? It's we know where the debate him. is. We know where the debate is now because obviously, like sometimes, you know, here he goes all gangly. Okay, he shoots a three pointer. No, don't shoot that. Don't do shit. Oh, oh, I did. So that's very exciting. He works hard. He gets the offensive rebounds. He he holds his own on defense. And then will, and then you get the stretch today, where I texted you beforehand. This is before any of this happened. I texted you, hey, we need to talk about who's a wilder ride to watch, mm-hmm. Rocket or Bingham. Yep. Five minutes later, Marcus Bingham. Misses a dunk. Misses a dunk, pretty uh, nearly wide open. Okay, that's going to happen sometimes, I guess. Um, what happens? Oh my goodness! What happens? Next possession, streaking down the lane, one-handed put pack slam like it was nothing. And then it's one or two more possessions later, maybe three. Um, okay, Bingham, if you could just stand um, outside of the key. Well, we shoot a free throw without stepping inside. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, you you can't even do that. Oh no, Bingo, what have you done? So it was just like, okay, well that's that's a silly error. To that's a sports center top ten play. To Bingham, stand still, dude. <laughs> like it's God, I love him. I, I love him. I, I love him. Seen, <laughs> I love him too. I haven't seen a free throw lane violation called in a long time. And you know what? It's I, been a minute. You, you, you might you might think I'm lying. I'm dead serious when I'm saying this. For some reason, I was watching Bingham the entire free throw too. <laughs> and like I saw him like lean forward. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, he did it. All right, D up, guys. <laughs> it's like oh, it's it's like just watching a, a tree in a forest just timber and yeah, but yeah, God. it's he plays fascinating like a like a deer in hockey skates yes and yes. i i just love but also it. has like wayne gretzky's slap shot every once in a while yes. like that's that has that, that's inc- how he plays an incredibly skilled deer in hockey skates mm-hmm. yeah skates skates like pavel datsuk yeah it's just inc- <laughs> it's yeah. just and but at the end of the day he's still a deer in ice skates <laughs> yeah the it's not like he's like oh Scale of one to ten, that play was a four. Oh, that was an eight. No, that was a no, five. No, no, that no, was no, a no, seven. No. That was no. a three. It's one ten. One yep. ten. One yep. ten. One mm-hmm. ten. It's fantastic. Yeah. Into yeah. eternity. Mm-hmm. One so I feel, ten. One ten. It's, so I, I, it's like a possession by possession basis. It, being is definitely the winner for like yes. wildest journey of a player. However, like game by game, it might be Watts though. Like it it, be. like at the end of the game, it's like <laughs> oh Jesus Watts that you left a lot to be desired that game. Or like last game, it's like he, Watts, my man, just daggering, <laughs> daggering them twice at the end. There, it's like that is what I'm talking about. So uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's a good way to draw it, right? <laughs> It's sure, yeah, I, I can buy that. Um, every game I know Marcus Bingham is going to be the greatest roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I don't know whether Rocket Watts is going to be an absolute assassin or the most frustrating player mm-hmm. on the court. So yeah, mm-hmm. game to game, Rocket, but moment to moment, possession to possession, nobody oscillates between lottery pick and high school cut <laughs> more than Marcus Bingham. God, not only is this team incredible with like a great leader, a great number two player, but they are just fascinating. They mm-hmm. are just all sorts of entertainment. It's like Cirque du Soleil out there sometimes. It's, it's yeah. amazing. You've got Gabe Brown trying mm-hmm. to murder people. Like he, mm-hmm. I don't even, it was like a missed layup and he was like, I'm going to just try to put this back. And the ball was already gone <laughs> and he grabbed the rim and he landed on Gabe yes. Kelsher's head. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to sit on Kelsher's shoulder uh, like a parrot for the rest of the game uh, at that point. Just, he is wild and I love him. Um and he's so much fun to watch. Same with Bingham. Aaron mm-hmm. Henry is a, like sort of a cleaner, less yes. insane Rocket Watts. <laughs> like he's like more, less variance than, if you will, than Rocket Watts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know who's going to show up. And it's just, it's fascinating uh, to watch this team. And then they win by 16. Yeah, some like you know, just five and zero in the conference play, fourteen point yeah. two, uh, scoring margin, uh, you know, in conference yeah. play. So it's yeah. again, it's all casual. It's yeah. all casual. Everyone's beating the hell out of each other in the conference. All the good mm-hmm. teams have two and three losses, and you're just like, oh yeah, they haven't lost yet because because oh, and they've played one game in single digits. So yeah. that's and really, if you watch that game. Uh, it was not a single-digit margin against Northwestern. That no. that game was a 11-12 point defeat that just got a little Looney Tunes at the end there. Yep, a little bit. Um, all right, let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back and we'll preview Michigan no, State. No, no, going to Mackey to take. No, it. no, no, no. Matt, uh, the spread you... for this game should be ten. <laughs> the spread for this game should be ten for the Boilers. Boilers ought to be lane 10 for this game. I'll Matt, say it right now, right off the top. Matt Painter has aged nine years in two months. Did you watch Michigan-Purdue before uh, Michigan State? I, I did not. I did not, yeah. But, however, um, I, I, I did see a, a small clip, and I, I thought – the progression of Obama's first day in office to his last day in office. <laughs> the president, yeah, the presidential aging you know, process. Yes, correct. I thought that wasn't uh, the most flattering process. Holy smokes, Boilermakers have really done a, a number to Painter. Painter, this time his eyes are just—they're like red. Like you, you know, how, like yes. If you pull down on your your cheek, like your orbital bone, you just pull down mm-hmm. a little bit, and there's yeah. like that red underneath the uh, sort of i guess the eyelid like it's yes. red under there mm-hmm. that is like somehow seeping out it seems it's like problematic like his skin yeah. is down and there's just like a, a line of red yes and it looks like he hasn't slept and i know his hair has always mm-hmm. been salt and pepper but right. like he's on a, a, a there's a some salt boat yeah for salt he's just on yeah. a speedboat to salt I haven't seen a person look like that since when the Xbox came out. I had a friend that uh, his parent. This is like back when our bedtimes were like nine p.m. Uh, one friend, his parent, uh, drove him to Best Buy at midnight. He stayed up literally the entire night playing Xbox the whole night and came to school at eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's ex- precisely yes. how he looked. That's- Just a man who has not even thought of sleeping uh, for the last two yes. days. So um, Purdue is a team that does a lot of things really well. Um, they are not good at playing basketball yet. 
Like, so what do you mean they do things well though? Like they're they're good at like uh, cover two in football, or <laughs> they have a really good defense just overall. They okay. limit opponents shooting, three point shooting, all kinds of shooting. They're Great. um they they force some turnovers at a decent rate. They don't foul a ton. They just overall limit teams. They're the number ten defense in terms of efficiency, adjusted efficiency. They rebound the hell out of the ball on the offensive end. I, I'm I'm just going to hang up, I think. I, I don't want to hear any of this on. right now. No, okay, fine. Travion Williams uh, is the number Man 18 either. offensive yeah. rebounder. He had 100 offensive rebounds against Michigan. Matt Harms also really good on the offensive glass, but Matt Harms, uh, probably their best player, got hurt against Michigan uh, and had to leave the game, missed the second half. He fell sort of awkwardly. It was like non-contact, and then he fell. And when he fell, he, he like just it, like he tweaked something and fell, and he was holding this hip. And then he fell again later and was holding the same hip, didn't return. So that's something to, to look out for. I haven't seen any update yet, uh, but Matt Harm's status will be very important. Gotcha. But Travion Williams can grab eight offensive rebounds and score 20 points pretty efficiently uh, if you don't get a, a handle on that. Okay, it's about time we play a dominant big man. Yeah. I, I'm. It's about time we get this test. Let me just here's here's the rub. Please, I need it right now. Yes, <laughs> Purdue is 235th in the country in effective field goal percentage on offense. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Okay, they are 305th in the country at free throw rate. They are, Excuse me? Yep, 305th at getting to the line uh, per free throw attempts per field goal attempt. They are 293rd in free throw percentage. They are 264th in two-point percentage. They are 168th in three-point percentage. This is a game for Julius. Five fouls to give Marble. <laughs> we, we might be getting Braden five harder fouls to give uh, Burke uh, running this one. I would just burn everything that, that you have over there. Here's here's what they do. They have Sasha Stefanovic. That's a fun name to say. Yep, he shoots 43% from three on high volume. They have Eric Hunter, who shoots 39% from three on high volume. Okay. Nobody else on the team can shoot the three. Excellent. Okay. Jihad Proctor takes a lot, 29%. Aaron Wheeler takes a ton, 23%. Isaiah Thompson takes a ton, 34%. Okay? Okay. So they, they have those two shooters, and then it's Travion Williams and Matt Harms grabbing offensive rebounding off those misses because they're such a bad shooting team, and then scoring <laughs> put-back baskets. Matt Harms shooting 62% from two, Travion mm-hmm. Williams shooting 60% from two. That's it. That's the strategy. So, so when Purdue practices, like the, like the, the missed three is part of their offense then. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yep. Purdue shoots it. They miss, they try to grab the rebound and score. They don't get to the free throw line, like, at all. At well, all. This, Travion perfect. Williams. Yeah, Travion Williams has gotten the most free throw attempts on their team this year. He's taken 52 in 16 games. That's not a mm-hmm. lot. Okay. And he's made 24 of those 52 free throws, Matt. Okay. Uh, ooh. Mm. Ha. Uh. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Yes. Um, but, uh, wow. That's, okay, well, that that's good that... You know they miss a lot of threes, but get the rebounds and then put them back. I I was worried that it wasn't going to be a stressful game to watch, an aggravating game to watch on Sunday. Thank thank God that we're going to have a little bit of that. 
mixed in on a fine, what should be a fine Sunday afternoon. Yes, um, but very important. Like I mentioned, yes. Matt Harms went out of that game hurt. Yeah. He, he, if, so if he's missing, it's Travion Williams, and that's it. And Travion, Travion Williams, Williams, ten fouls between Burke and Marble, and uh, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Travion Williams played forty-four minutes against Michigan. Uh, before that, 18, 29, 20, 28, 20, 23, 18, you get the point. He doesn't, he plays about half the game. Yeah. Um, because he's out of shape. I shouldn't say he's out of shape. Um, he's not in the best shape that he could be. He's lost a bunch of weight um, from last year. He, he, I don't know if you remember him from last year. He was like. Just vaguely. Yeah. He's he, Derek he Nick's body type right. last year. Yeah. Um, so he's lost some weight, but he's still, you can tell, like. He's a big dude. He's wide. He's listed at 6'9", 270. He's lost some weight, but he's still not there yet. Um, if he has to go 35, 40 minutes for Purdue to win, that's a tough ask for him. The it game just... better be in double overtime for him to be playing those minutes. So Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, he, again, he went for 36 and 20 against Michigan. Yep. Six of those yep. on the offensive end. He had 10 offensive rebounds against Nebraska. He can do some damage, um, but he relies on pretty simple grab the offensive rebound and get a putback. Um, and so yeah. it's that, and it's you hope that um, Eric Hunter and uh, Sasha Stefanovic don't light you up from three. Um, just play play their game. That's all. That would just stick to your averages, boys. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all we need you guys to do. Purdue. I mean, they're a good team. If they're missing harms, it's a huge dent for them. They're a really yeah. good defense. They struggle mightily on the offensive end. They play at a really slow pace because they can't score the ball. Um, you know, Michigan State might have to grind out an ugly win, but if they get to the mid sixties, you know that probably will be enough. If they get to seventy, <laughs> it's it's most Parker. likely over. Like yeah. Purdue's going to have to shoot it uncharacteristically well. And they're going to have to absolutely kill Michigan State on the offensive glass. And, you know, maybe they do when Williams is in there. And if Harms is limited in any way, you know, I don't see a, an awesome path to victory for them. And right now, Ken Palm has it as 59% chance of victory for Michigan State. You know, if you take out Harms, that number is going to fall. Yeah, I know Purdue is at home. They're, they're coming off two losses. They desperately need this win. Oh, yeah. You're going to get a good shot from them, but... They're a, they're a pretty banged up group in terms of psyche and recent form. They got beat 63 to 37 by Illinois last week. 37 points in a full basketball game, just to reiterate, right? Just I mean, I to just reiterate. Wanna, am, I, am I getting that correct? That's 37, yeah. three and a seven for so, a full 40 minutes of basketball? Okay. Yep. So they, they can, you know, they can score a point per possession, you know, they play a 65 possession game. They can get you 65. They can also very easily <laughs> score 50 points. They can get you half a point per possession. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, um, they're, they're a solid team because, it, again, the defense is really good. The defense mm-hmm. is top 10 in the country. Um, but the offense is one of the worst offenses in the Big Ten. I just still hate all this. I mean, nine and seven on the season. They, they do have one marquee win against Virginia, but boy, Virginia's what a second not, one. Virginia's not good. Yeah, but like, it's gonna look fine on a resume, you know. Like, it's Virginia's it's one of those not gonna make the tournament. 
They might we'll not make circle it back to that one. Okay, I was gonna say, ah, we'll hold on. Do you want to? Do you want to? Real quick, I was okay. thinking about this today when I was actually looking up Virginia's numbers. Mm-hmm. Imagine rooting for Virginia. See, and I'm a sick person. No, no, hold on, I, hold on. I, I love watching them. Okay, this okay. year, okay. not last year. They're great oh, last year. Okay. They have the number. Okay, they fair. have the number one defense. Mm-hmm. They play at the literal slowest pace in the country. Yes. They have the number two hundred and six offense matt that's actually higher than i thought it was going to be <laughs> how is that higher than you thought it was going to be because i thought they'd be deep in the 200s they are catastrophic for a power five team coming off a national championship they are catastrophically bad at playing offense but god they just commit so hard to the bit and i there's something i respect about that they lost to boston college okay well i don't respect that but everything else they do I respect. So. <laughs> After a game where they held Virginia Tech to 39 points. I, it's just mm-hmm. unwatchable. Like, it was watchable. Uh, see, I love it. It was watchable when they scored last year. Um, and you appreciate the defense and the efficiency on offense. When the efficiency on the offense goes out the window, they're unwatchable. I've always, I, No, see, I've always loved watching Virginia basketball, even before last year. It, well, the only times I didn't like them is when we had to face them. But it ended up turning out okay for us in uh, both occasions. It did. Um, so. so, yeah, just to sum it up here, Purdue, great defense, really struggling on offense, uh, and just lost their most productive offensive player potentially uh, for this matchup. So Okay, but also Purdue, uh, looking for a great win. Yep. Uh, very desperate in conference, 3-2, yep. two, two straight losses. They get nearly a week break after this game in Mackey. Uh, Mackey is where Purdue plays their home basketball games. It's called Mackey Arena. Um, scares me. They're playing at Mackey on Sunday, and that is where Purdue plays their home basketball games. Dynamite. Will I, Dynamite. Will I, I am scared. Don't be scared. Um, Michigan State's better. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, certainly. That does not always mean anything, though, at, at Mackey Arena. That certainly does not mean anything. I know. We'll, we might know pretty quickly um, how this sucker's going to pan out. We'll see. Hopefully uh, – if Michigan State gets out to like, I don't know, a fourteen-two start or something, mm-hmm. you could f- just like you know when the angst builds in an arena and it starts folding in the walls. Painter's start folding whole face in. is yeah. going to be bloodshot at that point. Yeah, Painter's face is going to look like the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm sure that's a great reference you just made. Fantastic! What a great way to end the show. Uh, reminder: send in movie references for Matt. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot to solicit those. Um, Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We will be back on Monday recapping Michigan State's game against Purdue. And Monday feels like a day where we might find out some football stuff. It was that time. It was that Monday last year Mm -hmm. where we found out something. Um, We'll see. We will. Yeah. Yep, yep. Not expecting anything, but we'll see. Nah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back Monday. Another full week of shows. Thanks to everyone for checking out the podcast this week. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. We do it five days a week. They're posted at 5 a.m. every day, so you wake up with the latest episode on your phone if you subscribe. Can't recommend that enough. Matt, take us home. I am scared of Mackie Arena, and I want someone to hold me. Right now. Right now. Until about Sunday 2 o'clock sounds good. No, 2.30 to play it safe. Probably overtime. All right. Have a good one, guys.